You are listening to the Salty Witches Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. I am joined tonight by Vlad. Hello, everybody. And Austin is in the room. Hello. He's he's in a corner, like, behind some boxes and blankets, and he's he's been bad today, so he's being punished. Anyway, we are, on tonight's episode, we are going to be discussing shadow work. Um... And we, of course, we have, once again, Vlad with us tonight. Vlad is, uh, some of you may be aware, those of you listening, some of you may be aware, Vlad is really, um, he really kind of specializes with shadow work uh, from a spiritual perspective, you know. Um, he, he really is uh, very well informed, and, you know, he includes in, uh, shadow work in many, many of the um, of the spiritual uh, processes, the services, and the classes that he teaches around our shop. Um, you know, he speaks on this quite often and, um, I thought it would be good since this is a subject that continues to be stirring a bit of drama within many spiritual communities to, to really kind of talk about this a little bit. So, okay. So Vlad getting started on this. Okay. Can you tell me, um, how do you define shadow work? What is, what is shadow work? Well, to me from, uh, uh, obviously a spiritual perspective and, uh, which, perspective. Uh, shadow work is basically the acknowledgement of those parts of you that they need acknowledgement. And I'm being very general with this because uh, this could be not only like people think, oh, this is just trauma. No, it's not trauma. It's also uh, the, the, the sensation of feeling ashamed, the displacement of who you truly are, uh, it, it, it's more deeper than that. Remember, we're not talking about, you know, from a psychology pers <clears throat> perspective. <clears throat> mm -hmm. It's more a spiritual one. So this connects more with consciousness, which brings me to the point. Okay. There, if we look at it, the beginning of spirit is consciousness. Mm -hmm. So consciousness is basically ha has been divided within all of us and this is kind of what we do when we disassociate a shadow we disassociate also our consciousness okay all right okay so so you, you in the process of explaining that because i think that's a that's a very a very good and a very powerful answer um in the process of explaining that you raised a couple of points so i want to kind of get your take on this okay yeah you talked a lot about this association or, or mentioned just then this association that so many people who are, are unfamiliar with shadow work have about this being just about, uh, you know, really kind of digging into an assimilation integration of trauma, you know, and I'm, I'm wondering if really what this comes down to is just that good old fashioned bias that many people have with the word shadow. Like if this were called something else, like if we called this fluffy bunny work or rainbow crystal work. Quantum. Like quantum. Yes, quantum rainbow crystal, archangel, fifth dimensional, yoni steaming work <laughs> or whatever the hell the lightworkers are doing now. God knows. Anyway, um, if we called it that, do you do you feel that people would be a little less up in arms about this. I mean, you've got people that are like, well, I understand that this is a really complicated thing and I don't know that I'm ready quite yet. And to those people, usually I say, well, whether you're ready or not, you're gonna have to do this. Yeah, uh, obviously, if, if if it was a really fluffy, beautiful name, 
Mm. You know, um, I think that people will be more in, in, in like in tune to do it yeah. or less against it, right? Yeah. Because I've I have seen in social media a lot of people like you know uh, crapping on shadow work. Yeah. You know, like oh, you don't have to do it if you don't have to, uh, or that's not necessarily for you know for uh, for for the growth of your spiritual life mm. and. From me to them, I say that's bullshit. Yeah. Because whether you like it or not, you're going to do shadow work. You can disagree with me if you want to, but at the end, you are going to face that wall that you're going to have to deal with your shadows. Because if not, guess what? You're not moving forward. Mm -hmm. You're not evolving. Well, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I had this, uh, just, just, you know, a quick, quick comment on that. You know, I had a conversation with someone uh, recently who was, you know, very much a, you don't need to do shadow work. You don't need to do shadow work. And, you know, my, in response to this person, because this is somebody who was, um, what I would say would be fairly new into their spiritual path, mm -hmm. you know, and they're, they were coming specifically from a background that had a lot of religion, you know, and so I think it would be fair to say that they're still probably dealing with a little bit of religious trauma, you know, but in, in having that conversation with them, you know, I made it very clear that one of their next big steps was to deprogram themselves of the religion so that they could fully pursue their own spirituality. And that kind of deprogramming process is huge shadow work. That is yes. huge shadow work. You, you Yeah, you um, hit it on the nail. It is huge shadow work. Every time, and it's kind of funny because today, you know, I, I, I did my first class on shadow yeah, work, yeah. right? Um, and uh, I was talking specifically about that, the deprogramming, the, the how deprogramming yourself from not only religion, but society, from mm -hmm. your cultural background, not saying that that's bad, mm -hmm. but this, you know, like losing that programming it's shadow work. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And there is no other way to look at it. You know, it's, it's, if you are walking a spiritual path and you come, you're coming from the, from a family or the perspective of religion, like, you know, like Christian religion. Yeah. Right. Um, um, you need to deprogram that. You need mm. to. And that is a huge shadow work because there is a system of control there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So one of the other points, going back to the to your uh, explanation of, of shadow work, how you identify shadow work, um, you mentioned that your perspective and your approach to shadow work is based more upon the spiritual self, the spiritual being and yeah. that particular path that we all choose for ourselves. And it has less to do with the uh, contemporary or the more modern understanding of shadow work as a psychological process. Yeah. Um, I, I see this debate a lot, you know, and that this is one of the justifications that a lot of people are saying when they're like, I don't have to do shadow work or I shouldn't do shadow work because in order for me to do this, I need to be sitting in a room somewhere with a psychoanalyst who's going to mm -hmm. be able to, you know, piece this apart for me or help me deal with, you know, all the discoveries and the trauma. Once again, this association with trauma or yeah. over association with trauma, you know, um, and, you know, and it's it's my understanding, you know, with some of the ways that I, I also have, you know, facilitate shadow work for some of my clients, um, the psychologists and what we have come to identify as shadow work from a psychological perspective, this is really primarily just the most recent iteration or reimagining of what indigenous in particular, indigenous people, yeah. uh, spiritual practices have gone back for thousands of years yeah. 
So can you can you talk on that a little bit? Because this was spiritual first. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know that we have conversations uh, in the past that we're talking about. Yes. Science is now catching up to us. Yes. Yeah. We have said that many mm -hmm. times. Yeah. Right. So um, let's start with ind indigenous practices because I can talk about that. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that when we do uh, a spirit journey. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, what you do is you are facing yourself, facing your fears, facing your shadows. Right. And this is something that, yes, it has been a spiritual practice that at some point was adopted mm -hmm. in psychology. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> now, um, within within the spiritual practice is not only about the psyche. It's not the psyche. It's, again, the displacement of spirit, right? And when we are looking at it from the spirit perspective, what we are talking about is how you, as a single spirit that comes from consciousness, have displaced part of your consciousness so you can live a comfortable life within the programming that you were put into. Okay. Right? That's one. And I'm always explaining this in, 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 uh, with, with some of my uh, clients. Imagine if you have a massive migraine. Mm -hmm. You don't want to feel the migraine. You don't have medicine. So you disassociate yourself and you create a shadow just to handle the migraine. Mm -hmm. Okay. That shadow is carrying the pain of the migraine all the time while you are okay. Mm. So there is a part of you that is still in pain. This is not psychological. Mm. This what? is not psychological. Yeah. This is spiritual. Now that the spiritual reflects on your psyche, on your psyche, yes. I'm not saying don't see a therapist. I'm not saying don't do this. On the contrary, if you feel like you need to, yes, go see a therapist. Mm -hmm. But what happens the majority of the time when people go see a therapist? Mm -hmm. They never get better. Yeah. The majority of time, they never get better. Unless they address their spiritual side of this. Okay. Yeah. No, I would, I would agree. I, I believe that those are uh, things that, that kind of uh, go hand in hand. Right. And I think anytime we're working to heal or integrate, we need to be holistic in that approach. We yeah. Need to, we need to bring the spiritual into pretty much anything else we're doing. Right. You know, the, all those other levels of our being, because it's all really just us. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So. And another thing that you, that, that I want to add to this, you got to understand that wherever the, the spirit goes, the body will follow. If you split your spirit, your body will split. Your mind will split. The core of this body mm -hmm. and your psyche it's your spirit because that's who you truly are. Yeah. So if you don't address this at a spiritual level, you're doing nothing. Okay. Yeah. No, I know that. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. You know, and I, I mean, I, I can think that personal experiences I've had my like my own life. You know, where I can see like yes, like that. That's that's what I what I had to do to be able to move past whatever or to be able to grow in the way that I needed to. So yeah, absolutely. So 
One of the other things that I, I've heard in, uh, not in argument, I guess, but in conversation around this, you know, um, is this idea. And again, I'm going to kind of turn back a little bit to the psychological mm-hmm. piece of this or the, or the way that people often associate this process as a purely psychological thing. Um, I've had a lot of people tell me that shadow work is not uh, something that uh, people who have like, say, like serious uh, like mental health kinds of issues, people who are maybe somewhere on like a like a schizophrenic, yeah, like like people who have like something as serious as schizophrenia. Somebody maybe maybe they're just it's like a borderline personality disorder. People who are even even you know like like cluster B type personalities or bipolar yeah. kinds of personalities. I mean these kinds of things. You know, wh- wh- I've had people tell me that if you have these kinds of things, you shouldn't really try to do shadow work. And I hear that, and that for me really just like an alarm goes off because it would seem to me that these would actually be the people that would probably benefit the most from shadow work so what what's your what is your your belief on that okay um obviously if you have if you are diagnosed with these conditions you definitely keep need to keep going to to your doctor right mm-hmm. that's something that is yes right and obviously we have the experience that we have, have clients that you know they drink their medications and they are pretty well they stop their medications and they just Go, yeah, go yeah. off, right? Mm-hmm. So that being said, uh, a bipolar person would benefit from shadow work because what you're doing is actually integrating parts that are divided. Mm-hmm. Okay, right? It is something that I would say that it is that 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 is necessary for people that have this diagnosed with these conditions, mm-hmm. they all will benefit from it. Because again, to understand this better, I feel like I need to explain that the shadow is not just a shadow that doesn't talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you just divide it and that's it. The shadow will attempt to communicate with you. The shadow will attempt to get your attention. The shadow will try to talk to you. Your shadow will even manifest and I'm, uh, that you're actually going to be able to see the shadow, mm. see it with your physical eyes. Okay. So if you address this, I'm not saying that, this per- that, that, that the people that have these conditions are going to be cured, but they will be, m- they will be better, much better. Okay. Again, we are always trying to look at the solutions in the human side of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying no, but what about spirit? Mm. What about your spirit? Yeah. What controls your spirit? Basically, your spirit is you. So mm. your thoughts control your spirit, not your brain, your thoughts. Yeah. Right? So if, you, if your thoughts are divided within multiple personalities, with with uh, with schizophrenia or, or anything like that, shadow work will benefit you to actually isolate the things that you actually need real help with, like health, like doctor-wise health, help, mm-hmm. right? Um, and others will be much better with the integration of those shadows and it will bring them some sort of peace. Okay. Okay, and again, that makes sense to me. And that, you know, that's kind of my, the same position I've taken, you know, when I've had conversation about that. I'm like, these are 
really, again, probably many people with these kinds of situations are the people that, again, could really probably benefit the most from incorporating this into their other therapies. Yeah, in the um, old days, I feel uh, like I need to say this. In the yeah, whole, yeah. in the in the in the old days, you know, uh, there was nothing, nothing, you know, like oh, this this person uh, has a, a mental condition. Mm-hmm. Every time we, in the past, saw someone that had some sort of mental condition, mm-hmm. uh, it, actually, it it was addressed as someone with gifts. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, particularly again, I want to say like indigenous cultures. Yeah, yes. like yeah, people yeah. that we would identify today as, uh, you know, neuroatypical, you know, kinds of kinds of people in whatever yeah. way. Yes, these would be the people that in many tribes, like these were the people that became the medicine people. Exactly. And, yeah, but before that happened, they went through some sort of training, yeah. some sort of te- they they had to learn how to control certain aspect of their lives. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, physically, and mentally. Yeah. And that was shadow work. Yeah. That was shadow work from a more spiritual perspective. Yeah. That was shadow work. Period. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Okay. So, we've talked a little bit about what shadow work is and, you know, and the way that that shadow work is, is really of such value or can be of such value to people. So, without giving away... Too much free information, I guess, because <laughs> this is something that you do for like this is this is part of your work. This is something you do for a living. Um, where would you tell people to start with something like this? Because I think that really that's that's the big thing I hear from a lot of people. This, and I think one of the other reasons why people fall back on excuses for like why they don't want to do this or feel they shouldn't is when it comes down to it, they really just don't know how to start. Yeah, not only that, it's also that they start and because they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They are faced with with a wall. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I would say is uh, it's getting to know your shadow. And the first thing that you need to do is basically identify your shadow. How do you identify your shadow? Well, there are different ways. Um, and this is not going to go... Uh, um, to the most psychological area. I would say that, let's just say that you have an encounter with someone, right? And for some reason, you just feel off. You feel bad. This person has done nothing to you, right? You need to understand the why you feel that way. That's how we start identifying things. Let's go a little bit more on the spiritual Let's just say that you're doing a work and you're doing a meditation and suddenly you saw something that seemed to be scary. Mm-hmm. Why did it show up? It's not that, oh, the demons are trying to attack me. No, please, that's not necessarily it. Yeah. <clears throat> right? It's mm-hmm. really rare that something like that happens first. Second, maybe it's your shadow trying to talk to you. Another, a more simple way, I always say, you know, if you like to read books, if you like movies, if you like things like that, hey, and you find a character or a movie or a book that you identify yourself with, look at the good things that character or that movie or book has Mm -hmm. and the bad ones. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to find names for each negative emotion. And positive ones. Okay. 
The other thing that I want to add is like, you need to address the inner child. Okay. So the inner inner child. Yes. Okay. Right. And a lot of people fail doing shadow work because they fail to address the inner child. And when I say inner child, I'm not talking about just the spiritual sense of an inner child. I'm talking about a shadow side of the inner child. You got to remember that we have been programmed since we were born. Mm-hmm. Right? By yeah. parents, school, everything. Mm-hmm. Right? So... There are things that we feel that we should not do because they're morally wrong or socially wrong or they're wrong for our parents, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, when we address the inner child, we need to understand that it's still a child. And whatever that child went through when he was little or she was little, Mm -hmm. we need to understand that we cannot communicate with that shadow as an adult. We need to communicate with that shadow as a child. We have to nurture it. We have to make sure that they're safe. And that's how we begin a process of healing. Right? Yeah. And, okay. and, and, and that gives you an idea on how to deal with the shadow and a more, to accept it better. Okay. All right. And the reason why I'm saying it like this is because, like you were saying, there are people that get stuck because they try to address a shadow that they should not address yet. Mm. Right? And the other thing is we'll be talking to your shadow. Yeah. You need to talk to your shadow. You cannot talk to your shadow because you feel that you're not reaching. You feel that you cannot hear. Fine. Sit down. Sit down and let allow yourself to feel emotion. That emotion that feels like will make you feel trigger and with anger anger okay write down start write writing down on a on, on a book on a on a journal mm-hmm. all those emotions you start writing it down without no holding back that's no holding back you should not be in control if you feel that at some point I can do this no more because I'm too much then you stop fine that's that's okay mm-hmm. don't try to overdo it but you write something without you being consciously in control, you allow that shadow to come in and you experience that pain, that shameful moment, that displacement of spirit, you let that come in. And when you are in control, you read what you wrote. Okay. You read what you wrote. And that's a really physical way for you to connect to your shadow if you cannot talk to it, if you feel like you, I, I cannot do a spirit journey, I cannot talk to it, I cannot, uh, I, I don't have the capability of doing it. Well, let's do, well, do it this way. Okay. That, that makes sense to me. And wh- one of the things you said there that, that I was I was sitting over here and I was kind of, um, you, you mentioned, you know, you made the comment about like, you know, particularly in dealing with the inner child, that we have to meet that shadow aspect of ourselves, kind of where it is. Yes. And I just, I was seeing kind of a parallel there to the way that we as witches work with some of the other spirits that we work with. It's yes. Like we kind of, we have to meet them where they are. Yes. You know, and I think that's one of the other things that I'm noticing is happening with a lot of people who are, I think, frustrated and feeling lost with a lot of spiritual practices, whether it be shadow work, ancestral work, whatever it is. You know, a lot of people, I think they just kind of, 
sit themselves down in front of their altar and they just kind of have this like, okay, universe, bring me meaning kind of a mindset. And it's like, and that's I, I, not how it works. No. You have to be the one that extends that bridge. You have to meet these energies where they are first. Yeah. Um, you know, unless you maybe feel a particular calling. You know, or are called, I should say, yeah. by, by something in particular. And then you might find that, you know, maybe you're being led a bit more. But I just, I was, you said that and I was kind of like, like, this is like, I can see so many parallels here. Or, yeah, um, yeah, because every, you gotta, you, you gotta remember um, um, that every time we create a shadow, we keep growing. The shadow is stuck. Yeah, yeah. So you have different shadows in your life that you have created mm -hmm. in different moments in your life. Mm -hmm. So where you at at this moment is probably not the same place where that shadow is. Mm -hmm. And if you do not address that the right way, you're doing nothing. Yeah. I, I, you know, that, with everything you've said, I mean, that, that all makes sense. So to, to kind of elaborate a little bit more on, on the shadows as manifestations or as representations how how have you seen or how would you say to those who are listening how how do these shadows really manifest in our lives okay so i'm going to give you my example okay right all right i think that's the best one that i can give you and it, it, it's uh anyway um i have a shadow right that i haven't dealt with and it's the shadow that uh is the is my grandmother Okay. Right? She died almost, it's going to be almost 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Right? And she was my, at some point in my life, she was my everything. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, um, when she died, I didn't allow myself to cry. Mm -hmm. And not because I didn't want to experience the pain, mm -hmm. but it was more about my sister is pregnant. I need to be strong. My mother okay. is suffering. Okay. I need to be strong. Okay. So I displaced that. So as you can see, not only shadows are created just because of pain. Yeah. Also, we create shadows because right now I cannot allow myself to feel like this. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there was a moment that I thought that I was being visited by my grandmother. Oh, all right. And it was not that. It was my shadow trying to talk to me. Okay. Because every time I would try to talk to the spirit of my grandmother, all it came out was the pain that I did not experience. So it took me a while, but I was able to see, oh, this is my shadow. This is not my grandmother. Okay. Right? So these are ways that a shadow can manifest, not necessarily, when I say the shadow is manifesting, it's not shadow people necessarily what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. It could be something that you love that you lost. It could be uh, something that you fear. It depends on the shadow. Okay. Let's just say that you are facing a shadow, a, a, a situation that created fear. The shadow will manifest itself in something that you will fear. Mm -hmm. Because the shadow is trying to tell you, hey, I'm here experiencing, I'm suffering. So this is why people get scared. Oh, I have a haunted house. Oh, I have a spirit attachment. No, 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 no. This is not a spirit attachment. This is actually your shadow talking to you. Hmm. Okay. 
right. Could you see shadows manifesting, I guess, in um, uh, like patterns of behavior, which I guess really kind of were, you already really answered that just a moment ago, kind of with, with relating your own story, you know, but like, I, I would say like repetitious patterns of behavior, oh, or yeah. things, things that even manifest, um, I would say even in physical ways. Like I know there are a lot of people who are, uh, you know, people are, are so concerned about, you know, like being thin enough or attractive enough or you know we have all of these very physical superficial mm -hmm. kinds of qualifications that we kind of assign to ourselves in our culture you know um and i've noticed over the years in working with a lot of people on these kinds of challenges or issues you know people who come to see me for uh particularly like addictive kinds of behavioral patterns or you know whatever it is they're trying to change um very often these are the kinds of things that come up it's like you have this experience here that has manifested in like this is this is now a shadow for you um so have you seen that i mean with i would assume that would be like a pretty common way yeah actually to yeah this is it is it is a common way for for things like this to uh to manifest mm -hmm. uh and i'm not gonna say only uh with addiction mm -hmm. also yeah. are uh you see them in 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 patterns mm -hmm. and of uh, in patterns of, of 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 what people do people yeah. become repetitive yeah right um one it could be the influence of the shadow trying to get you like hey i'm still here deal with me deal with me deal with me okay or sometimes it's actually us not wanting to move forward because we know that if we move mm -hmm. one step further that shadow is right there waiting for you. Gotcha. Okay. Right? So okay. this is like witchcraft. It's not like a set of rules. Okay. Right? This yeah. could be so many different ways. When, Like when we're talking about an archetype, let's just say, uh, uh, let's use uh, the archetype of the trickster. Mm -hmm. The trickster is an archetype that actually is, is that. You know, it, 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 it tricks. But it's not necessarily it. I trick. I'm gonna trick you because I'm evil, and I'm gonna trick you mm -hmm. because uh, I want you to suffer. No, it's trying to trick you because it wants you to come in. Okay. Or the other archetype that we all have, the shifter. You know, mm -hmm. we all are always shifting. We usually tend to act away when we are with some people and act another way when we are with okay. others. Yeah, yeah. So these are patterns that are created, but one specific archetype of the shadow. And we're talking about only two. Yeah. If we keep talking about them, we'll be here all oh, night. Oh, God, yeah. We could do a whole series of episodes on archetypes. Yeah. So, all right. So you talked a bit there about how people can get started. Um, what would you recommend to people, maybe who are already invested or people who have been doing shadow work maybe for a while? You know, they've gotten past that initial trickiness, you know, but, but, you know, but I know that uh, most practices like this, most spiritual practices, sooner or later, we, we reach a moment of, um, where we get, like, there's a bit of a rut or, you know, yeah. where we, we start to become a little apathetic to the process, you know? Yeah. And so what would you recommend to people or what are some things that you have seen have been really helpful to people to really stay with this, to really see yes. lasting change and, and growth? Okay. Uh, don't depend on your journal. Okay. Meaning don't think that if you don't write in your journal, you're not doing shadow work. The reason for the journal is actually some sort of programming for you to do the shadow work. Why? Because as in, in the moment that, that we are able to 
identify what the what triggers us is exactly what we need is exactly what we we should be trying to achieve you know it's not like okay i'm doing my journal again no it's like austin hasn't said nothing today mm -hmm. right and it's like oh I why, think is, you why are... is austin so quiet yeah. why is that this silence bothering me i can't take it no more yeah. did i do something no <laughs> you know, it's things like that. It's more like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Mm. Why this silence is bothering me? The moment that you move from your journal to the moment that you are able to identify in the moment mm -hmm. that you're having an interaction with one archetype of your shadows, mm -hmm. that is how you should move forward. Okay. You should not just stay just in your journal all right and you gotta understand shadow work also is not something that you need to do every day every day every day mm -hmm. you're not gonna get rid of all your shadows no you're not so do it if you did it today you feel that you should do it tomorrow fine but if you do it two days in a row wait a week and do okay. it again well, i would assume you would need some time to process it's time to process and also time to keep yourself in balance. Usually, like you said, uh, shadow work is very uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? So you need to allow yourself to be you, you know, yeah. like to have joyful moments so you can balance things out because if all shadow work or shadow work or shadow work, you're gonna go in depression. Yeah. Or you're gonna feel broken. Okay. I, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like, okay, in the process of, of compulsively doing your shadow work you could create another shadow yes there you, go. <laughs> you can the shadow of self-improvement yeah you, yes. yes you okay. can you know <laughs> it, 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 okay. it's for example if you are obsessed with stuff like candles mm -hmm. and you buy like buying scented candles online okay. all the time yeah you all know, the scented candles all that scented candles austin y'all i'm paying <laughs> tuition okay <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, um, but when you become obsessed with something, you're mm. creating a shadow. You're okay. obsessed, like you said, doing shadow work, you're going to create a shadow for shadow work. Okay. Right? And the thing is that you're actually not going to be able to process your shadow because your shadow will be processing all the shadows. Gotcha. All right. If that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Nope. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, all right. What do you feel... You know, taking into account all that we've talked about, okay, is there anything else that you can see through all the work that you've done kind of with this this particular practice and, you know, and all the people that you've had a chance to kind of facilitate this for over the years? What What is it that we haven't really touched upon yet that you could see would be um, like a stumbling block or a point of confusion for a lot of people? Okay. I think that the the terms conscious, subconscious, and unconscious okay um there are three different things that are not the same um and i usually don't address them that way i address this as consciousness is all of them are consciousness right mm -hmm. so like we spoke before because of consciousness we have spirit mm -hmm. right yeah so you got to look at this 
in the way that spirit needs, needs to be entirely, let's just say complete. Okay. It needs to be complete. Okay. Again, with this, I'm not saying that you have to do all your shadows or you because you're not going to be able to do it. But that that process of you integrating the shadow gets you closer to having a more clear perspective of your own consciousness. Meaning that if you want to connect your conscious side with your subconscious side, this is a work that you should do. Okay. And then... At the end, your subconscious side is going to have access to your unconscious side. And there's a lot of people that do this very willingly. Mm -hmm. And these are usually people that can, uh, they had uh, uh, very vivid dreams and they actually know they're dreaming. Okay. They have a, a complete access, not to their subconscious, mm -hmm. but to their unconscious okay. because it's a completely different place. And again, this is my perspective. I'm not saying that. You need to believe me entirely that I am the one that have all the right answers. But what I'm saying is what I was taught as an indigenous person when we are trying to connect to that higher part of things. Mm -hmm. What many people in, in, in different native traditions call uh, the great spirit is basically consciousness. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So you, you said something really interesting there, and I, and I, I want to actually just say this just because it, it, I think it's, it's good to clarify this, you know, through the, through the, the process of what you were just saying and answering that. Um, shadow, shadows, I think a lot of people always think of shat, the shadows that are associated with shadow work as things that are rooted in our past. But we are, as we're just going throughout our lives day to day, we're we're always potentially creating shadows. Oh yeah, like, like that's just that's just something that we do. Yeah. Um, and so I guess to to add to that, I would probably say, um, you know, and, and of course, correct me, you know, with, if I'm wrong here, but it would make sense to me that the process of creating shadows is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. That shadows, like, I, I think that one of the other pieces that, that really trips people up around this is that there is uh, an aura of shame around this. Like, I, I have shadows, I have to do shadow work, I should feel shamed, or, or this is a bad thing, Yeah, you know? And um, and so I, it would make sense to me that, that the fact that we do this, that we create shadows, is not something that is bad, necessarily. It's just no. a normal thing that we do. We need to be, I think, responsible for integrating those Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th th this is my take on this. Um, 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 we are always, like you said, creating shadows. Right. And this is not something that we should feel bad about or ashamed about. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a defense mechanism. Okay. Right. Um, not an evil thing. For example, if you went through a really traumatic experience and I right and you are not ready to deal with it mm -hmm. it's okay to disassociate that from you okay until you feel ready and strong enough it's okay yeah this actually is healthy mm -hmm. right now but to look at that shadow and say you are evil mm -hmm. that's where the mistake okay is okay <clears throat> but yeah we create all the time okay yeah so so, yeah, so those of you listening, again, just to be clear on that, you can't really avoid this. You're going to create shadows. Yeah, you're going to create a I'm, shadow I'm, avoiding. I'm creating one right now. Um, <laughs> uh, 
All right. So are there any, is there anything else, I guess, you know, because I really, I kind of feel that we've been, at least for the purpose of, of this podcast and the, and the, the format here, I think you've, you've actually really provided a lot of information. You've covered a lot. You've talked about a lot. And, and I think you've given our, our listeners a lot to really kind of, kind of work through and, and, you know, and kind of process around this. Is there anything that you, that you, again, haven't had a chance yet to say that you really would like to, to people who are, you know, who are, are questioning or who are maybe involved with this, but maybe not getting the most of it? You know, what, what would you maybe send people away with around shadow work? Okay. <clears throat> First of all, if you're not ready, don't do it. If you don't know how to do it, don't try to do it. Okay. Those are, I think that's very important now. How, okay. Just, I'm sorry to interrupt yep. you. How do they know they're ready? How would you, how would you guide someone in that, in, in answering that? Like, how would you say, cause that's going to be a question people will have. Like, how do I know well, I'm ready? Okay. It's uh, to everybody is different and it's very personal. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that I know that I'm ready when I feel like I have either suffer enough or uh, I feel like I would say my spirit feels like it needs a release. Okay. Um, another well, a, a good way to identify if you're ready is actually if you are clear in your mind that okay, I'm doing this and I'm gonna stick to it. Okay. Right. Uh, but it's usually uh, a, a process that you don't you just don't sit down. Okay, I'm ready. I'm gonna do it. Okay. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. It's more a process of, okay, I think, I think that I need to start processing these things, you know, and it's step by step. You just don't sit down and just try to do it all, mm-hmm. right? And I guess what I'm trying to say is that for you to be ready to do shadow work, you actually need to be willing to start doing those small steps. Okay. All right. Okay. No, that, that, that makes sense to me. So, okay. I interrupted you there. I'm so sorry. You, you were in the process of making the point. Do you remember where you were? Um, <clears throat> oh, okay. So, um, again, if you, like I said, if you're not ready, don't do it. Uh, look for someone always. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying talk to me. Uh, I'm not trying to sell you anything. Uh, but I, I'm damn good at it. Um, yeah, I, I would go to Vlad for this. He, um, he's, to be honest, one of the only practitioners that I've met that I would trust to do this for me. Yeah. Um, um, but I think that what I'm, what I, what I really want to say is that you got to understand that your consciousness, your consciousness, and your spirit are are connected. And for those who like to use the word, I want to go to the fifth dimension. <laughs> or that I am so awakened or all all that crap. Um, I just want to say, if you don't do your shadow work, you're going nowhere. Hmm. If that was even a thing, you're going nowhere. Okay, shadows are not negative, are not dark, like in, in an evil way. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. I would imagine those those new age light worker ideologies, things like fifth dimensional consciousness and you know being woke and they, I I'd imagine like I, at least in, in looking at the behavior of many people like that, those are very much shadows. 
Well, oh yeah, there are shadows. There are extreme shadows. Okay. Extreme yeah, ones. I mean, I mean, just... And I think I really want to add something. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Well, for, 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 for a little twist to okay. this. Okay, okay, sure. Um, um, if you ever, and, and with this I'm touching a little bit on past lives, if you ever have some sort of memory, you know, that uh, that resonates with you or, or, or you feel like, oh, oh, I'm in this place in my life and, and now I'm remembering this past life. Why? Well, it's probably a shadow of your past life oh. that is actually making the connection to you. It's not your past life trying to, oh, you need to repeat me again. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. We're going to do an episode on podcasts. I think, I, or, or uh, excuse me, we're going to do a podcast episode. Jeez, <laughs> it's, it's getting late, I guess, um, where, where we're, we're going to actually focus on past lives specifically. And I think that that would be an, an excellent opportunity to kind of expand on what you just said yeah. there, because that is something else that seems to have so many people confused. We hear some of the most interesting stories and comments here at the shop about what people think their past lives are and how people think their past lives are, are manifesting for them. Oh. And, uh, anyway, but so, yeah, maybe I think I think our next episode will probably do past lives. I um, have some stories about that. I'm sure you do because you do a lot of past life work for people too. So, all right. Well, Vlad, thank you for talking about shadow work. Yeah. I think that you've, you've been able to give some good information here and hopefully some of this will will help a lot of the people out there who are continuing to question. Um, let's Let's switch gears a little bit. So... What are we what are we loving and hating about witchcraft right now? Austin, you've been unusually quiet. It's almost as if you were plotting something. Are you planning to kill us? No. You're, you're, you're behind the mic, so I'm you'll probably have mic. to speak up a little. Or as Mike said, I'm in I'm behind boxes. I liked that earlier. Yeah. No, just listening to you guys. So I pillow fort, blanket fort. I, you know, paid tuition. I thought I had paid tuition earlier. Oh. And apparently it was still linked to one of my old bank accounts that does oh. not exist anymore. Oh, jeez. And okay. so I was like, Yes, you're going back to school, and we're very yeah. excited for you for that. Yeah. So that'll yeah. be a good thing. I'm doing my. That will give you a chance to work on a shadow. It's true. It is one of my big shadows. Oh. Actually. <clears throat> um, because I have this sense of shame around the fact that I don't have a piece of paper that says I completed something. Hmm. Um, even though, even though all of my music portions completed, it's just the gen eds. And, and also part of that is I don't, I don't get it. And it's the shadow that I worked with a couple weeks ago. Of like, my, my point, this is programming. Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it, it was this, it's the shadow of like, well, I'm not really a professional if I haven't completed X, Y, Z. And that's something that I've had to work with because I'm a professional voice teacher. I'm a professional singer. I'm a professional performer. I'm a professional musician. Yeah. The fact that Math 1030 is a bitch means nothing. We are going to have to put an explicit on it. Y'all were really good at not swearing. And then I you had it. to ruin it. I'm yeah. a ruiner. Fucker. Um, what am I loving and hating? Um, okay. What am I loving? What I'm loving in witchcraft is the continuing of education, actually speaking of education, um, that a lot of people are trying to do. You know, a lot of people want to take classes. Um, a lot of people want to learn. They want to learn. They want to learn. On the flip side of that, um, what I'm hating is that there are people out there who think they're qualified to teach, that think that they're qualified to teach because they've 
been because they, they read every Scott Cunningham, Cunningham book ever, yep. and now they're a Wiccan high priest. Exactly, and that's that's really what gets me is, and and it's so rampant, so rampant in social media that there are young witches coming in, and even people who aren't necessarily young witches, but who are starting out their path or picking their path up again, and they're being fed this bullshit information and it's like who who are you and what are your things oh you have a certificate from Udemy oh that's bullshit you know Hmm. like well I'm a shaman because I took this course on Udemy Mm. Mm, no you're not (coughs) you took uh, watered down convoluted anthropology Mm, excuse me class is what you did and so so that's what's that's what's getting me both happy and upset because more times than not i you know it happens in in my awakening the witch class i have students who are just programmed they have been programmed and force-fed bullshit by people and then you have me and i'm like do whatever you want just make sure you can justify it and they're like, but casting a circle? And I'm like, not something traditional to witchcraft, but if you want to do it, so don't do it. Never said that. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they haven't found their, uh, let's just say, witch identity, mm-hmm. I guess, or the mm-hmm. witch ways. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm actually really excited because on Saturday, I have my Awakening the Witch class and we're starting Ceromancy. So we're starting candle magic, reading candles, stuff like that. Um, I'm working with the element of fire. And due to a prior conversation we had earlier, I'm, instead of doing an entire course on baneful magic, though I am going to include that in my Awakening the Witch, I'm going to touch on it for each one of the elements. Hmm, That's sounds nice. How to do a curse with fire or a hex with fire. Or Hmm. how to do... All right. uh, Or how to heal with fire. Okay. So that's an interesting... That'll be an interesting class structure. Yeah. <coughs> I'm so sorry. I've got something stuck in my throat. Um, so I, I have a few yeah, things. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I, I have a few things that I'm hating. I thought it was just one, but no. That's also oh, God, sp- let it spill. Come on. Okay, well, first of all, well, first of all, I'm seeing a lot of people claiming, you know, claiming things like people singing uh, indigenous or or native uh music right mm-hmm. and yeah. they are not native right um i i don't want to say it this way but i have to say they are entirely white and they have no connection whatsoever mm-hmm. you know um and i'm also seeing people you know like not only indigenous also like a uh, uh, pacific islander hawaiian mm-hmm. um, um um they are like almost like taking everything it's like stealing it's like it doesn't mean nothing uh, to them, you know, like, oh, I can do this because I want to do it. And, you know, and I don't care how many, you know, how many years this the, 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 the natives were not able to practice their own medicine or their own spirituality because it was forbidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. U- until not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right? That that's, that's one thing that I'm hating. Another thing that I'm hating is they continuously... 
mention of the word shaman as it would belong as it belongs to Native American or indigenous mm. practices. Yeah. If somebody from Peru tell you, come here, I will make you a shaman, that person is illegitimate because that's not how they call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah the, yeah. the medicine people in Peru are not going to identify themselves as shamans. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, medicine woman, medicine man, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Another thing that I'm hating is when somebody says, oh, well... I want to be a shaman because in my past life, mm. uh, I, I was yeah, an indigenous. I've seen that a lot lately too. Uh, yeah. Past life means mm. past, meaning you live that life. Mm -hmm. When you come back, you should not repeat that life. You're not meant to repeat that life. You're meant to experience a different one and a new one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That doesn't give you the right to appropriate anything. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, you know, if you believe in reincarnation, we've all had opportunities to be all kinds of different types of mm -hmm. people, right? We've we've all had chances, I think, to be people of. I'm always wondering. Yeah. If some if someday I'm gonna get a light worker here, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna do a reading for them, and I'm gonna tell them, oh, I cannot believe it, I can see you were Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh God! I that would do it so much on purpose. Pretty hilarious. You gotta, yeah, like like the most woke. <laughs> yeah. You know, although although I guess if they're coming in and they're you know that's where they're at, then maybe maybe that would be some sign of spiritual growth if they you know if they were Hitler. Or yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. That would be very funny. I don't know. Is there anything working for you right now with the witch witch community? Or? Well, actually, I'm 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 glad because I'm seeing a lot of people you know calling out this this this. Uh, the people that are trying to, you know, steal from other cultures, mm -hmm. right? Um, I'm I'm an indigenous person, and I don't I, I don't I don't sing I don't sing, a, a, a music from other tribes that is not mine. Mm -hmm. I don't I, I don't do the haka, yeah. because it's not mine. Yeah, yeah. You know I don't I I don't sing or trying to contact the spirits of the Maori from yeah. New Zealand. Mm -hmm. I don't try to contact the spirit of the youths because I'm not a youth. Yeah. So if I don't do it and I can respect it as an indigenous man, why can't other people respect it? And obviously, I am glad and happy to see that our people actually, I can't believe I'm going to say this, policing this. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. usually not yeah. a, 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 a fan of people telling other people what to do. Yeah. But yeah. in this in this regard, I think I agree entirely. Yeah. And I feel very tempted to do videos or say things about it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I feel that if I say something, I'm going to start cursing. <laughs> and I'm I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to get banned. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean that would that would that could be a risk there. Yeah. That this to me is a that that right there I should say is a um this is a constructive a good use of gatekeeping. Yes, in our community, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we are definitely, I think all three of us here, are like we are, we are all pro gatekeeping. I am. We, yes. are, we are gatekeepers, um, whether you like it or not. And this, uh, I, I think we, people need to understand that gatekeeping doesn't mean, doesn't mean what they think they mean. Yeah. Uh, for example, uh, I'm not Italian. Hmm. I'm not, right? Hmm. Uh, I I do have. Some, you know, in my DNA, some roots, but I am not Italian. That's yeah. not how I was brought up, mm -hmm. right? Um, um, but I belong to an Italian witch coven, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you guys have teached me mm -hmm. 
your ways. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean that it's not accessible. It yeah. means. Exactly. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, you it, just. It, yeah, because people think that gatekeeping, I, I, you cannot know this. Mm. No, but there is a process behind this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about that. We did our uh, our close practices yeah. uh, episode last time, you know, that last episode. So, all right, cool. All right. I'm trying really hard to think of something that is that I'm 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 digging about our community right now. And I and I, again again maybe it's just been the day, but I, the only thing that, that's coming up is something that's really driving me crazy. Something I'm not very happy with right now, and I I just. I don't think that this is not something that is inherent to witchcraft or the witch community. I just think that this is just humanity in general. But I am really, really sick of the pissing contests and the power struggles within the witch community. And I, I'm talking, you know, in our own area, because we we see that happening here. You, t you two know exactly what I'm talking about, and I'm not going to drop any names or, or anything but but you know just these these power struggles you know and we see it all over the place too it's all over social media it's on these online platforms like TikTok, like these creators who are constantly at these struggles of power and, and wars of words and it, it's just it's meaningless you know talking over other people and you know and threatening and trying to prove your knowledge and intellect as an armchair occultist does not impress me or really any experienced witch. The louder you talk, the more you threaten, the more you try to, you know, name drop all those tricks, gaslight, all those things that all of the people mm -hmm. who do this, all of them do, the, the more that tells me that you are an insecure child, that you probably do not have half of the knowledge that you would like me to think that you do, and probably even less power than that. And I'm not impressed. No one really is. It's just, it's drama and it's pointless. And most of the rest of us who are real witches have more important things to do. Yeah. And I just, I'm really tired of it. It's all over again. Like I, I got onto TikTok again today. And I, God knows why I continue to get onto that fucking platform. That app is ridiculous. It's like the worst the worst, in my opinion, of all of the social media apps out there, because the people on there, most of them are just disgusting. They say and they do whatever they want. There's no repercussion, you know, and, you know, particularly within the witch talk community. And if my saying that offends anybody who's listening to this episode, I'm very sorry. That probably is not directed at you personally. But if you're somebody who's on these kinds of platforms and you're stirring trouble, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Grow the fuck up. Um, anyway, that's what's driving me crazy these days. And, and, you know, with all that being said, honestly, I don't think it'll change. Well, like I said, because people are people. Yeah, I don't think it's going to change. The thing is that people tend to love drama. Yeah. And that attracts likes. That attracts things like that. Oh, it's that sensationalism. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. again, um, uh, if that is what you want to follow, that's on you. Yeah. But don't bring me in that. With yeah. You. Don't do it. Yeah. Because I really don't care. Yeah. Really don't care. Another thing that I want to add to it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Austin. You want to say something? I don't think so. Oh, another thing that I wanted to say is I see a lot of uh, a lot of people following this. You know, like this kind of people that you know they <clears> seem <throat> you know to I don't know I don't have this 
complexion, mm-hmm. you know, like, and they actually have this charisma or a glamour. And when you hear them talk about witchcraft, they don't know nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm over, I, I'm with Mike on the pissing contest and all that stuff. And the, if you have enough time to sit on TikTok and claim one person threw a hex at you and blah, 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 now you're going to make a video about how you're retaliating. You're not practicing fucking witchcraft. You might as well just go into, find a theater program, go be a theater major. Yeah. That's what you need to do. And you're not even going to be a good theater major at that because you suck at acting and you need your fucking props. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Back to something that you mentioned, like, yeah, I, I, I have noticed once again, this trend of, uh, you know, it's, it's that, that thing that immature and inexperienced people do they they often gravitate more toward the style and they they leave the substance oh well, i have a um, lot i have a you know i could say names but i'm not going to yeah. right i'm not going yeah. to because there's it's not worth it but uh, yeah I, I i see content and i'm like what the hell are they talking about mm-hmm. yeah. you know they say oh all you have to do is this but you forget you know they they they, they don't talk about the intent how do we raise energy uh-huh. you know things aren't that just don't yeah. happen mm-hmm. and another thing that i want to love and light crystals angels <laughs> sacred geometry sacred numbers it's not witchcraft yeah it is not witchcraft it is not you can choose to bring those things into your witchcraft yes. if you want to, but that's not traditional witchcraft. Yeah. Those those who follow me on TikTok will see sometimes I have aesthetically pleasing videos. Other times it's dark because I've just woken up to some bullshit and I'm still I'm still tired and laying mm-hmm. in bed mm-hmm. getting ready. There's bullshit in your bed? Yes. What kind of party was that? Not a fun one. Huh. So, so yeah, the, it, it, it's so frustrating because we're three people who have taken and made our life out of this. And to have people pouring candles that are just so pretty and they're loaded with crystals and mm. herbs that don't even pertain to the actual intent. It's pretty, but it's pretty. And then they're selling them is really upsetting. On top of that, with all the pissing contests that's going on, it's like all you're gonna end up doing is pissing off a real witch. Yeah. I that's don't all you're gonna do. And when you finally get to that point, when you finally have gotten me to the point where I'm gonna I'm gonna waste herbs and energy on your ass. You better be prepared because yeah, it's no, not really a waste, is it? No <laughs> knowledge, no knowledge of the occult or whatever fake fucking initiations you have in your fake gnosticized, downloaded tradition is going to save you. Point. Because I am not the one, and most witches who get to that point are not the one. So throw in your little petty hexes and your little shade-talking bullshit, spy-looking thievery bullshit 
shit. You said shit three times. Jeez. Is, are you, are you, is this your, is this your episode rant? This is my episode rant. Okay. Then prepare yourself because I actually know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. Well, Most this, people This isn't do. about you personally because this is, a, this is a community issue. So anyway, <clears throat> all right, go take a walk. Calm down. Um, okay. Well, all right. On that pleasant note. Well, I guess we had a lot to unload this week. We didn't. We yeah. didn't really. We didn't do a, what we're loving and hating on last week's episode. I guess, but we just it, we were all pent up. Hopefully, also pay your damn readers and practitioners when you do when you work with them. And if you don't like your reading, too fucking bad, too fucking bad. Well, I okay. Just just to clarify that a little bit, as someone who has received some legitimately bad readings. No, I'm not talking the reader didn't say what I wanted to hear. I'm talking like they didn't know their tools. They didn't know how to deliver the information. They fumbled through their reading. But that's still like, the responsibility. You know, exa- well, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So, But that to me, that that is the definition of a bad reading. You know, to get up from that table and, you know, and to decide, oh, that was a bad reading just because the reader didn't tell you what you wanted to hear. That's not a bad reading. Yeah. That's what I'm talking because about. Because you're not, you're not going, if you're going to any kind of psychic or spiritual practitioner with an agenda or with this particular idea of what it is they're going to tell you, and that's what you need, want, need to hear, you know, and if it's not that thing, then it's a bad reading, then you're, you're not really in need of a reading. You, you need, like, a day out with your friends, and they can all basically just fill your head full of shit and tell you what you mm-hmm. want to hear and mm-hmm. save yourself the money and save that practitioner the time because that's probably time they could be spending with somebody who is legitimately interested in personal growth. Um, yeah, so let's be clear on what a bad reading actually is. Yes, a that, bad reading is like what Mike said. They fumbled. They didn't know their tools. Then you can be upset. Then you can be upset. But if you sit down and you're saying the reading was bad because... They, they didn't validate anything that I wanted to hear. Cool. Well, you don't come to a psychic to hear things you want to hear. You come to a psychic to hear things you need to hear. Yeah. And sometimes it's not pleasant. Okay. Well, that was a bit of a tangent. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, well, I mean, I know where that's coming from, but wow. Okay. Anyway. I think I think we're gonna call this an episode. Um, Vlad, thank you again so much for for filling us in on shadow work. Yeah, no problem. Um, to those of you who listened, I I want to thank you so much for joining us once again. I apologize for the traumatic nature of the last twenty minutes of our episode, but as you can see, we all had a lot to get off our chests. Um, thank you, Austin. If you would please please return to your blanket fort. So mad. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody. As always, you can contact us on our Facebook page. Just look for the Salty Witches in Salt Lake City, Utah. We are on Instagram. And uh, and also, we, we do a lot on TikTok through the shops page at Cat and Cauldron. So we are, we are here. If you have questions about our podcasts or the information we discuss or even you suggestions on maybe future things you'd like us to, to talk about, please uh, please get in touch, right? And we're not always this unpleasant. No, we're actually really nice people. I'm sure those of you who, who are listening to this, a few of you have had a chance to call us or even get readings with us here. Um, and you'll know, we're actually very nice people. And one of the reasons that we get so impassioned and upset is because we legitimately care. And we love what we, we do. We really do. We love what we do. But also we care about people. 
we we really we do we want we want you guys to all be better we want you if you're struggling we want to figure out how to help you get through that struggle you know and and so please don't mistake our upset and our anger for cruelty okay we are we are all very compassionate and kind people we just we just just feel very 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 passionately about these things yeah so all right any parting words gentlemen well thank you uh it was a pleasure being here there is no easy button in witchcraft you cannot spiritually bypass healing shout out ariana shout out who we, who we need to have back soon because she hasn't yeah, been on for a little bit i miss bit. her yeah i so. love her i mean it's not like she's far away but anyway stay safe stay healthy stay witchy all right bye everybody bye